This is the crack. It is. Uh, it's Wednesday morning. It's the middle of the week. We're doing. We have a date and a time for our spooky show. Yes. Spooky show Dead FM is happening on Halloween's night. Yes. And today we have to get dressed up like idiots. We do. Which is going to be great crack. I have a Grim Reaper costume. You're going for a dead Victorian, of course. I you am. Are. Yeah. And Rory is going to be. I think he's either. He's got a gorilla costume, so he looks like the gorilla from the Crabberies ad. Yeah, that's cool. But the thing is, it's got a fan. It's got this motor to keep it inflated. Oh, really? It's a big muscle suit. Oh, okay, right. So that's going to be a bit noisy on the show. So I think we're going to go with a dead Luigi. He's got a Mario costume as well. Okay, there you go. So I'm looking forward to it. Would you you like uh, a little teaser of what's coming up on the spooky show? Yeah, go on. Are you sure? Yeah, go on. Are you you sure? Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, Halloween show, Halloween's night, uh, which is Tuesday at mm-hmm. ten at night, just after Miriam's show. We've got a one-hour special coming up, and if you're if you're driving around or here in the kitchen, just stick on the radio because we've got multiple ghost stories that have come into us from listeners. Uh, a lot of these ghost stories, they have decided to send them in, just type them and send them in. But a few listeners have recorded them. They have. And uh, and they've gone full theatrical on them as well. There's some interesting very, stuff very there, impressive. yeah. But we will bring you more about um, uh, the, the Keith Barry seance that we did. We've got loads of ghost stories. And then we'll tell you what EVP is all about. Electronic voice phenomenon. It's when people claim to have recorded a voice from the other side accidentally and it, this happened more so 15, 20 years ago when people were still sending each other messages uh, using cassettes yeah. so they'd put a cassette into a tape deck they'd have a little microphone or a built in mic in the stereo they'd hit record and in this story this lady Mags was sending a greeting to her sister right. a gang of them were sitting around the table having a couple of glasses of wine and they left the tape recording so the clip that you sent us this morning what's, what's the story behind it? Well basically um, we were in college and um, one of our friends who was in college with us had actually moved to Australia so it was her birthday coming up and we thought it'd be a great idea if we um, kind of record a little tape for you know personalised tape some music and all the rest so we all got together um, in my house uh, flat in um, up in Dublin and uh, we decided that we'd all kind of record our things and you know say our little bits and all the rest Hmm. so we've been doing it for around a half an hour and then we decided we'd just go in and have a cup of tea in the kitchen and um, we had a cup of tea and we went back and we noticed that we had left the tape recorder running we hadn't stopped it so we just said that we'd head out anyway and went out for a couple of drinks and the next day I went just to kind of finish off the tape and kind of put an end to it and um, I kind of wanted to get rid of the bit that we had left recording so when I played it back um, I heard like this obviously there was our bits but then when we went out to leave go have a cup of tea there was silence and then this noise um, and it's so faint but it was like someone was talking was had been recorded on the tape and um, now the house that we were living in at the time was really kind of was really eerie you couldn't heat it at all and um, honestly did think that there were spirits in it anyway lads mm-hmm. seriously have a listen to this this will put the yeah, willies it, up it was here. freaky when I heard it and played it back and I sent it to uh, a couple of people and um, um, it just is it's frightening it we're not quite sure what the first two words are but at the end he, he said something like I don't want to hurt you I 
What? So that was the, that was taken off the tape, yeah? Yeah, that was taken off the tape. And I've no actually, um, we got that and we, we've sent it to a couple of people. A um, couple of kind of EVP specialists. Exactly, and what, yeah. yeah, because it was so freaky and I knew um, someone Christ. who was all into that kind of stuff. Okay, so. just we're going to play it, we're going to play it actually again. Hold on there one second. <laughs> Ah, uh, you okay over there, Victoria? Huh? Okay. More of that. That's freaky. On the spooky show. Dead FM. Halloween night at 10 on Cork's Red FM. Looking forward to it. Yeah, that is freaky though, that thing. Um, you know where I stand on all of this uh, there's, a, there's a reason for everything An answer for everything But that I can't explain There's somebody speaking in the background It's a man Who is he? We'll never know Cork's new way to wake up This is Red FM Breakfast With KC Britney Spears The memoir Yeah It's on the way for you very soon 15 million quid is what you got paid for this book Yeah uh, From the publishers And the publishers will make five times that probably And then it'll probably be sold as a movie of some sort and Yeah then, You know yourself Yep But um, they've revealed the top five um, revelations in the memoir uh-huh. I'll bring you more of these after seven o'clock With two of them that caught my eye Losing her virginity at 14 years of age Right Is something that she was talking about uh, Spears cheers that she lost her virginity To her brother Brian's best friend When she was 14 And the guy was 17 I thought you were going to stop at brother Brian then the, the, For a thank second God. <laughs> <laughs> As a kid Brian was funny and weird In the best way uh, But he was a senior He became king of the school And I was He was an absolute badass so Yeah she, she was obsessed with him You always get the feeling that she grew up too young, don't you? Yeah. Well, she was like, she was in that Mickey Mouse club when she was what five or six. Yeah. But and then he, doing, you know, yeah. she was in the spotlight from a very young age. Yeah. And generally, not all the time, but children superstars who are not able to deal with fame are who are brought into this world of constant recognition and getting everything they want end up pretty messed up in adulthood. It happens, it happens not to all of them, but it's happened to a lot of it them. It has, yeah. A lot of, the, a lot of the Hollywood kids who had famous parents yeah. whose parents, you know, kind of almost thrust them into the limelight, you know? Um, also, the talk about her relationship with Justin Timberlake makes it into the book quite a lot. And then learning about the Free Britney movement while she was in rehab. Oh, okay. Uh, she first learned about hashtag Free Britney, which went on for years on end. Millions of Britney fans around the world wanted her to get out of that conservatorship that she was yeah. in with her father. And you can start to put the pieces together going, well, maybe she needed somebody taking care of her. Uh, yeah. But all of this crack, all of this strange carry-on she's doing on Instagram, the yeah. dancing with knives and all of that stuff, she's been doing that now for the last five or six months. Yeah. And it's like she's turned off the comments on all the videos. Yeah. So nobody can leave leave a post about it. Yeah. But there's a reason for it. The whole world is talking about her. And boom! Yeah. There's a book. Red <laughs> FM's Cash Machine. Robin played, Vic. We are. Robin played. She knows what she's at and fair play to her. There's a conspiracy theory going around at the minute as well that it's not actually her. Who is it? Marty Whelan? I don't know. That is a terrible song. If you're a Messi football fan, <laughs> it's, it's called Messi in heaven. He's still alive. He is, yeah. 
some uh, light drum and bass vibes from Venby and Goddard. Tune is called Messi in Heaven. It's Red FM Breakfast. It's 10 minutes to 7. Good morning. Right. Mix VIPs. Red FM. Showbiz, what do you got? So, The Rock, I don't know if you've heard anything about this story. Basically, they unveiled a wax statue of The Rock. Which is a different colour to the actual rock. Oh, you just ruined the whole of my story. Well, sorry. I, it's, Thanks it's, for getting in there before me. You can, now you, I've got nothing else to say. Do you want to just take it over? We start can, calling it Casey's VIPs, oh, will we? Oh, catty table too. <laughs> Jesus, you're going to be storming out of here and going up and setting off your own podcast soon. If you... <laughs> Jesus, keep it together. <laughs> What's going on? So basically, let me tell the story. Yeah. They unveiled a statue of The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Yes, they did. And his skin is a different colour on the statue. It's a, they've whitewashed him a little yeah. bit, yeah. So he's 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 black and he's Samoan. Yeah. Like his beautiful skin. He has perfect bit like that. If you were going to choose if you could go to a shop and go, I yeah. want to be that colour. Yeah, he's, I he's agree. Just, this healthy permanent tan that he has oh yeah no he's got gorgeous skin but basically fans have obviously been going absolutely crazy about it saying that doesn't look like Dwayne The Rock Johnson it's the wrong colour so he's now taken to uh, socials to reassure fans that they are working on sorting it out and they're actually going to hopefully how do you put a waxwork on a sunbed yeah, I was uh, going to say, just are melted. you starting from scratch? Yeah, you are pretty much. You all right, are, I'm sure you? this. My uncle is a is a wax artist. What? Yeah, so he, all of the wax works up in the in uh, the wax museum in Dublin. It, that's my mum's brother. Oh, that's fascinating. Okay, we have to get him on the air. So his name is PJ Herity. Wow, what a job! He, he like he's been doing this since he was since he was a gifted kid. He was making stuff for you know just doing artwork and sculptures, but. Uh, he did. He did. PJ, PJ did a waxwork recently of Conor McGregor, right? And it went viral all over the world because it 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 it, it, it wasn't really very Conor McGregor. It didn't like okay. it didn't hit well. You're gonna have to show. Have you got a picture of it? If you Google Conor McGregor waxwork, it should pop up. Okay. Um, and it, and that was your uncle. It got it got quite a slagging. I mean, he's done other stuff, which is absolutely spot uh, brilliant, yeah. like brilliant. Yeah. But again, it's your. You're, you're creating a human out of wax and it's never going to be 100%. It's, it's not. It's going to be a close representation. But, yeah, um, and also it's your own interpretation of that person as well because we all see things differently. He used to, to work off about 300 different photographs from, oh different, from every angle of the face to create the mould. Sometimes Jerry Adams went into him and sat in a chair for six hours and he, he uh, put a mould on his face, a kind of a plaster Paris wow. kind of thing to, to create a mould. And that that's a real help for sculptors. That's how they that's how the ideal situation yeah. is. Because you get it perfect then. You get all the indentations of the face and everything, don't Everything, you? yeah. What an amazing job. It is, yeah. Okay, we have to get him on the air at some stage. Mm-hmm. We do, because I'd like to chat to him. Yeah. Um, you want to hear my next bit or do you want to ruin that as well? Oh, I'll ruin that too. Go on. <laughs> St- give me the first sentence. I bet I'll ruin it. Hayley Bieber yesterday addressed those pregnancy rumours that constantly fly around her. She's not actually pregnant. No, that's right. I have a serious question for both of you. Mm. What is your talent? Ooh. What is the thing that you would regard as a talent of yours? I mean, you're already very talented broadcasters. Really, and we know this. Gosh, we know that. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's your talent? I used to be very good at knitting. 
Really? Yes. Well, that's news. Yeah, made scars the whole shebang. Wow. And then I just stopped and uh, I tried to get back into it and uh, found out that I can't knit anymore. So. Oh, Rory, that's really so impressive. I, I'll get back into it and make you guys scars for Christmas. Very really? good. Now, could you do the multi-pattern stuff, like where you change the you change the colours midway through and you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was the tricky stuff. you got to change the colour to make those scars look really, really poppy. Wow. What was the question, What was the rhyme? There's a little knitting rhyme you learn in national school. Is there? Over the rabbit, around the bend, and under the. Oh. Di- Anybody remember that, please? Just remind me. No. Yeah, everybody. Rings a bell. It does, yeah. It was it was a thing we learned in national school. Everybody oh, did. It was over the ditch or something, wasn't it? And then over the ditch, ditch and around the tree, and under the bend. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Victoria. that was how that was how you learned knitting, yeah, is it? Yeah. Yeah. And there you was, go. And then we forgot how to knit. There you go. It, this was back in a time where we didn't have shops. We had to make our own clothes. Oh, genuinely. The 80s were a scary time. <laughs> they really were. <laughs> Woolly jocks, I always found them. Oh, I always scratchy. found them an inconvenience, Rory. <laughs> Victoria's talent is uh, is wolf whistling. It is. Do you want to hear it? Stand back from the mic there. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Not bad, really. You see? You see? Very good. You see? Do you ever let rip when you're walking downtown? You see a few builders across yes, the road. Yes, I do. With, <laughs> yeah. the, with the, the, the cacks hanging down around the, uh, the crease. Yeah. <laughs> I have found the world's most talented chicken. Okay, now, now technically, technically, it's the person operating the chicken. How do you operate? A I know. Yeah, this is how you operate a chicken. The chicken is inflatable. You know oh, one of the, you know those squeaky chickens that you see yeah. in toy shops. Ah, they've got the long neck. This now, for me, this is absolutely incredible talent. Because you're about to hear an inflatable chicken singing. Dune Prince and Purple Rain. Are you ready? Now, he does this by squeezing the air in and out of the chicken, but he hits every single note. (laughs) Okay, you all ready? Purple Rain! Purple Rain! Listen to the way he changes the notes. Again, he's squeezing a rubber chicken on this one. Find me a more talented human being than Mr. Chicken on TikTok. <laughs> hey, there's more. Would you like to hear more from Mr. Chicken? Yes. Okay, go on. <laughs> Top Gun fans. Highway. Oh, Danger Zone by Mr. Chicken. <laughs> this is amazing. Will he hit that high note, though? Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Chicken, everybody. Kind of sounds like a bagpipe, I think. Oh, much better than a bagpipe. Incredible. Um, If you want to follow Mr. Chicken, it's Mr. Chicken Official on TikTok. Every day, you get a new song. (laughs) Talent. 814. Uh, this is Red FM Breakfast with Casey. Thanks for waking up with us. Morning. Please take it easy. Let's get some money. Red FM Breakfast with Casey. Money. Show me the money. This is the 1,000 euro pop quiz. Show me the money. Jamie's in McCroom. Morning, Jamie. How are we doing? Morning. How are we? Hey, Jamie. McCroom, the town that Go never on. reared a fool. Oh, is that what they say? Well, That's what they say. Yeah, we'll try to find out. Oh, <laughs> That's information next time. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, one of the best nights I had over the summer was down in McCroom uh, at the McCroom Music Festival. It was the first one that was put on 
for I don't know 25 years I yeah. think I played since the Mountain Dew Festival and yeah the Mountain Dew Festival used to happen and you'd everyone everyone and anyone from Tin Lizzy and all these amazing acts that, oh, played, cool. that played at the castle so they tried to bring back and they did it was a huge success uh, I, I, I believe it's coming back this year as well so Looking forward to that one. Um, the Glastonbury of Cork. It is, yeah. Little, yeah, little yeah. mini Glastonbury in the middle of the room. <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> listen, let's go for this. Uh, 10 out of 10, Jamie. It's the pop quiz, pop culture questions. If you get stuck on an answer, all we can say is just take a guess. Yeah. Throw something at us and we'll see if we can get you that thousand euro. Let's play in three, two, one. Jamie, Uncle Fester and Wednesday are characters in what? Adam family. Miley and Biddy are characters in what classic Irish show? General. Uh, what Irish television show, another Irish television show question, had a little puppet who lived in a box? Bosco. Question number four. Happy from the Minions is a song by who? Farrell Williams. Question number five. Blue Ivy is the daughter of who? Jay-Z uh, and Beyonce. Question six. What chef is famous for kitchen nightmares? Uh, Gordon Ramsay Question 7 What does the acronym SMH stand for? So if someone sends a message SMH What does that stand for? Send me help uh, Question number 8 Where in Cork do Michael Collins get shot? Being the block. Becoming Becoming is the memoir of what former first lady? Um, Hillary Clinton in Question 10 Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas is a fictionalised movie about who? Go and give us an answer. Yeah, um, oh, I know Nicholas Cage is in it. Like, okay. it's, uh, it's, uh, it's the kind of movie that will be written about Nicholas Cage if you've watched Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah. All uh, right, time's uh, up. You, Jamie, sorry. well done. You got through. You gave us an answer for everything. Let's see if you give us the right ones. Adam's family is correct. Len Rowan Bosco correct. Pharrell Williams is correct. And Beyonce and Jay Z is correct. Kitchen nightmares. Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Well done. Um, the acronym SMH, you could say send me help, but it's actually shaking my head. Is it? Shaking my Never head. Never heard it. Yeah. Uh, also, Bayona ba- 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 Blow is correct. Michelle Obama was the answer to number nine. Oh, yeah. Becoming uh, is the name of her memoir. And Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas with Johnny Depp uh, was about a guy called Hunter S. Thompson. Uh, so that's who it was based on. The guy, the guy who invented gonzo journalism or something. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, well done, though. You're very good. Good round, Jamie. You've got a 50 euro voucher from Easy Living Interiors. That's on its way to you. And listen, if I don't see you before the McCrew Music Festival, <laughs> have a good one. Thanks very much, Ed. Uh, we could be putting a huge amount of money into your bank account. The cash machine's coming up in a few minutes. Picks VIPs. Hang around for that. Hugh Jackman, what's he up to? Yeah, Aussie actor Hugh Jackman has apparently been surrounding himself with close friends. Um, so he is getting divorced from his wife of 27 years. Yeah, Deborah it was a good marriage. Lee. Good run. Yeah, Deborah Lee Furness, another Aussie, another Aussie actress. Um, so the 55-year-old is kind of navigating divorce. And apparently he's spending a lot of time with Ryan Reynolds because the two are close friends. What movie did they work on together? Was it... Uh, he wasn't in... What? It was a Marvel movie, wasn't it? Was it he wasn't in Wolverine, was I he? I think he was, yeah, that's it. That's it. Was you he? have it. I knew you'd get it straight away. Maybe Wolverine. It's Wolverine. Yeah. Because, see, I think there's another one coming out. Could mm-hmm. be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. But anyway, he's also, like, this is, I don't get this. He's writing a book, right? So it's another memoir 
but apparently it's going to kind of dish all the revelations, a bombshell book about the, the revelations about why the marriage broke down. Really? Like, oh, I don't get it. Yeah. It's not for the money, is it? Deadpool 3, lads. There's someone here. That's what he was in. That's it, Deadpool 3. Thank you very much. It's not for the money, is it? Because he's got plenty of it. So they're all, they're just, all up to this memoir crack I now, don't get they? it. It's coming up to Christmas. Has he got, is it written and released? Well, is then it? it is for the money. I don't know. How? He doesn't just, need the money. Well, you know, divorce settlements could be quite chunky if you're at that level of fame. Well, I sp- oh, yeah, I suppose so, yeah. That's few bills coming true. in. And obviously, the price of electricity and gas has gone through the roof. I mean, he's got probably the last two months. He could... <laughs> I wonder, did he get a meter reading or did he submit the... the... <laughs> No, it could be very expensive. It could be, but they're just going to fall out over this, no? I know. Hugh Jackman, I'm amazed, has never been James Bond. I he would be, love Hugh Jackman. He's a, he's a gent. You're yeah. right, actually. He, I mean, would, he be would be such the a classy Bond. James Bond. Also, he, apparently he's already looking for a new lady. Hey, he's not going to be on the market for long, is he? And the words of Christy Moore... Right on. Um, <laughs> Gordon Ramsay has been talking about the, his most famous clip on the internet, which is this. He's screaming abuse at somebody in the kitchen. Yeah. What are you? An idiot sandwich. Okay, and what he does is he gets two slices of bread, puts it between, puts the, 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 the woman in the kitchen, puts the two slices of bread at the side of her face and says, What are you? An idiot sandwich. An idiot sandwich what? An idiot sandwich, Jeff Ramsey. No, is, think, is that people clapping in the background? I think it's part of James Corden's show. It was a, it was a, okay. it was a sketch. Okay. But he's been talking about: um, is he really like that in real life? Is what you see what you get? He's been on a podcast talking about it. I never had those preconceived ideas, no. Jake. I, you, you don't go in there with that. I mean, my first breakthrough was Kitchen Nightmares, and I'd go into these restaurants, and they'd let me off a lead at the front of the door, like a sniffer dog. I'd go in there and there's the cameraman, the sound and uh, producer. I turned that place upside down. I took those things incredibly personal. But because Why did you care about their business? But because though? it wasn't a format for me. It wasn't about success. I'm the same on or off. So Kitchen Nightmares was an important one for me because I think it's, you got to see the sort of nuts and bolts of the industry on how how stupid some of these owners are. And I just called it out. I, I, I literally called it out. But that that's me, by the way. That's him. That's oh, the way dear. He is. Yeah. So he goes around the house at home screaming and swearing at people, is there? Did you ever see the uh, video when Jerry Ryan was interviewing Gordon Ramsay? And uh, he's Jerry screams so loud. But then Gordon says something really freakish, like, stop, you'll give yourself a heart attack. You're a pussycat. Yeah, possibly. You're a big Julep's dog. Yeah. So... It's aggressive. But I can call you a if I want to. <laughs> uh, have you had your heart check recently? Oh, it's very spooky. Oh my gosh, never um, seen that. The question that we asked you earlier on, all right? Cork has voted on this one. Yeah. Okay. Remove one of these actors and all of their movies disappear forever. You'll oh, never right. hear or see from them again. Your choices are Tom Hanks, Anthony Hopkins, Jack Nicholson or Leonardo DiCappuccino. Ooh, well, Tom know. Hanks is safe because I Toy don't story. live in a world without Everybody story. says that, Toy yeah. Story is staying. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Hopkins then, Silence of the Lambs, could you live without it? Probably. Yeah. Uh, he's been in Red Dragon, he's been in Noah, Solace, The Father... And the two pops on Netflix, which you was see, amazing. I love him because yeah. he's Welsh. Oh yeah, In the first season. You lose Jack well. Nicholson, we lose Mars Attacks. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Shining, Batman, ba- Batman, yeah, mm. Chinatown, yeah. And then if we lose Leo, The Wolf of Wall Street, one of the greatest shows of all time. Mm. Titanic, one of the greatest. Titanic, shows of all time. Inception, Romeo and Juliet, and uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Cork has voted. 
person they're getting rid of with all of their movies is Anthony Hopkins. Sorry, Anthony. Oh, got it. See you later, kid. This is Red FM Breakfast with KC on Cork's Red FM. Just a lot of patience. They're trying to deal with that at the moment. Uh, it is quarter to nine. Uh, I was talking to a buddy of mine who lives up in Galway and he's got a 13-year-old, soon-to-be 14-year-old daughter. Right. And the other day, she found out that she was on a list that was been circulated by the boys in their mixed school that she, she attends. Yeah. And it, uh, it was kind of like a, a hot list of who's who in the school, compiled by the lads. I, I, I'm pretty sure this happens when I was in secondary school as well. Oh, really? Yeah. So this isn't a new thing? No, no, I no. never knew about that. Like, even Maxim magazine uh, brought out, like, the what Hot list? 100. Margot Robbie topped the poll, by the way. So this happens, it, it isn't happening just in a schoolyard. It's happening, like, you know, commercially and in magazines and online. Right. And you, you can deal with it if you're an adult, but imagine... Uh, what it's done to this 14-year-old girl hearing that she's in the 30s. She's way, way down the list. And she's been selected by a group of boys in the school, probably people that she, you know, fancies or wants to hang around with or whatever the case may be. But she has been rated by these people and she's in somewhere around the mid-30s. Oh, it's horrific. Because somebody sent her a copy of the list on Snapchat. Which is even worse. And imagine what that does for... Imagine what it does for her confidence. Imagine what that does for her eating habits. Imagine, Absolutely. Imagine what it does to her, the way that she perceives herself every day and what it could do to her mental health. Not just her, obviously, everybody on the list. Um, so I think it, it, if it is a case that you have, you know, younger lads in your house. Yeah. And this works on both sides. I'm sure girls can circulate it too. Yeah. Um, but just have a chat to them about this stuff because... You it's know, not cool, is it? It's not. And it's really, really impactful for, for kids of that age that Absolutely. are so, that are trying to find their way in the world and they're very vulnerable and yeah. very confused. And everybody's trying to trying to find their own identity. Yeah. And something like that could absolutely, and it just could annihilate someone's I mean, mental health, yeah. I can remember what it was like being a 13-year-old girl. Yeah. And there wasn't any internet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, imagine this stuff has been bounced around in messengers and whatnot. It's, uh, yeah, it's not, it's not, nah. it's not good. So, I, you know, if you've got younger teenagers in your house, sit them down, have a chat with them and talk to them about this kind of stuff because it, as much as it's a bit of crack for them, they really don't know the, the impact it's having on people who are, you know, no, and I think it's, you know, without kind of standing on my soapbox, I think it's a parent's responsibility to kind of explain yeah, it. exactly. You know, it's not cool. That is a list I definitely didn't make it into the top 20. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> Come around with me duffel coat, big warty face. <laughs> anyway, so on a serious note, do, uh, you know, have a chat to your yeah. teenagers about stuff like that. Red FM Breakfast with KC. All the latest things. What was your uh, band obsession growing up? Hey. Sorry, do that again? Uh, I said I don't really want to say. I'm going to give you a clue and let's see if you can guess who the band are, right? Okay. Uh, 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 oh, so it's uh, uh, New Kids uh, on the Block. Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. Everybody went through New Kids oh, on the Block, basically. Yeah. 
I actually think that was the only boy band I was ever into. Yeah. There was no one else, really. They, well, they had two or three songs on that, was it? But they were still yeah. the biggest thing on the planet. Bros were around as well, yeah. Bros, uh, yeah, the two brothers with the red leather jacket. Um, <laughs> my, my band of obsession was Nirvana growing oh, up. Oh, yeah. You know, from the ages of 13 onwards, when somebody handed me a tape of Nevermind. With a baby on the front. With a baby with a little wheelie hanging out, um, swimming in the swimming pool. Yeah. You know, the baby in that actual shot, that legendary shot on the front of Nevermind, tried to sue Nirvana many, many times. I think I heard that before. They paid the dad like $800 for the photograph when when they took it for the underwater... Uh, if you're familiar with the Nirvana album... It's an amazing photo. It's an incredible... It's an iconic album cover. Yeah, it is, yeah. But later, the baby, who's now like a 25-year-old, maybe even more, maybe 30, uh, is uh, tried to bring them to court. He lost. Oh, no. Lost the case because he was looking for oh, a few... Cringe. A few shekels for his tinkles. He said it was, he did it without his permission and his consent which is fair enough I suppose it is yeah. you know if like a billions of people have seen your Willy Wonka yeah you might be due a few bob compensation yeah okay but he lost anyway anyway Kurt Cobain's daughter yeah uh, Frances Bean and Tony Hawk's son Tony Hawk is a legendary skateboarder Riley Hawk have uh, reportedly married oh so they got married TMZ reported that the couple tied the knot earlier in October and um, they're, they got married and they're, they're together and everybody's happy so Frances Bean her mum is Courtney Courtney Love yeah so, so Courtney no, Love Kurt Cobain's Kurt Cobain. only daughter Kurt Cobain um, there's a huge Cork connection obviously they played Henry's and on the day he played Henry's He was walking around Cork City and he said he had this kind of spiritual awakening walking around Cork. Known my my ancestry. I didn't even know until this year that that the name Cobain was Irish. Uh, I found out through different phone books throughout America. I couldn't find any Cobains at all, so I started calling Coburns. And I found this one lady in San Francisco and she had been uh, researching our, our family history. And we came from County Cork, which is a weird coincidence because when we toured, we played in, in Cork. And the entire day I walked around in a daze. I never felt more spiritual in my life. I was almost in tears the whole day. Isn't that incredible? Wow. Yeah. He just, when he was here, he was walking around. Now, he could have been in tears because Hilbities was closed in the middle of the day Maybe. and he'd, he'd, he'd been promised a munch, but uh, yeah, he just felt so at home walking around Cork City. That's fascinating. I, did, uh, I never knew that. From one of the most iconic front men and in And I music. also never knew that Cobain was an Irish name. Yeah. There you go. There you go. We're everywhere. You all are. over the shop. Um, Netflix is putting up its prices yet again. Yeah. <sighs> I know, yeah. So it will be called Netflix and Chill because you won't be able to afford to put the heating on. <laughs> 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 that's, exa- that's exactly Netflix what's going to happen. Freeze. Uh, so they've put together another, you know, obviously binge watching is very popular these yeah. days. People sitting down and watching things from beginning to end. So they've put together a list of other kind of watching habits that people have. Cringe watching. What's yeah. cringe watching, do you think? Cringe watching. Um, is it, it's either something cheesy or something like a horror. It's so, the show is so bad, but you're addicted to it and you oh, keep watching yeah. it. Have you, ha, tell the truth. Yeah. Have you got any of those? Cringe watch. I don't really. I don't watch a lot of rubbish stuff. I'm very no. very particular about the yeah. stuff that I like to watch. Yeah. Um, I know Rachel watches like dozens of cringe watch shows but again she just loves them oh what's that what's that MTV show Pregnant at 10 or something or oh, yeah. <laughs> those kind of ones yeah cringe watch uh, then you have dinge watching 
Dinge, that? Dinge watching is again it's like Netflix and chill you can't afford to put on the heat or, or the lighting so you turn the lights off and oh. you, watch, you watch everything in the dark okay uh, fringe watching that's when you just watch the end bits so okay you can, this is <laughs> so, you, so you can talk to the people do this you can just watch the end of it so you can talk to people at work about the show sure, yeah uh, I know yeah what? ginge watching is when you only watch stuff with Damien Lewis and Ed Sheeran in it in a kind of solidarity with redheads and whinge watching that's when you continue to watch a show despite moaning about everything but you still watch it all yeah there you go a lot of that going on it is 7.15 cut my heart about one been listening to this song for weeks and weeks and weeks since we started playing it and it's wrecking my head what is that because they're borrowed again as everything is a remix of everything else Hello, it's Red FM Breakfast for KC. By the way, there's Victoria. Morning, Victoria. All right. 7.18. It's this. Oh, it is. They've ripped off oh Craig McLaughlin. Oh, <laughs> Craig McLaughlin. Hey. Oh, yeah, that's it. Where's Craig now? He was doing all right back in the day. Yeah, that's the Jonas Brothers have borrowed heavily from that tune. Lads, we'll see you all in court. Yeah. <laughs> I should, I should go into I should be a solicitor a legal music solicitor cleaning up for people that have been ripped off Make you a, are fairly good at that you're make, fairly good at my brain takes photocopies of songs yeah. like when I hear I think in Sonics so when I hear a song I'll remember it and then I, it, it just like when I hear other stuff it reminds you of it, that of all of that but anyway Never, yeah. Craig McLaughlin you have a court case against yeah. the Craig versus the Jonas Brothers. I mean, that's probably a good MMA fight as well. <laughs> Throw them, horse them all into versus the Jonas Brothers. Horse them all into a yeah. ring, and uh, and see how it goes. Um, when you're with your partner, if you have a partner, if you don't, don't worry about it. You'll find the right person at the right time. But if you're in a relationship at the moment, one of the most stressful things you can do is when you're sitting down together and you both decide you're going to watch something. And do you do that thing? It's like, remember, going into a DVD shop back in the day. Yeah. And you go into ExtraVision and the absolute stress if you went in with your partner of, no, 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 we're not getting that. No, he's rubbish. No, we'll get... No, I don't Just like that. I'm not in the mood for that now. And eventually... An hour and a half has passed and you're like, screw this, I'm off to bed. Yeah. It's the same now with with surfing for films and scanning through Netflix and whatever. Yeah. Constantly looking and agreeing on something. It's painful. It's, it's the same when you're with your partner and you have to decide that you want to go for a munch, you want to go to a restaurant together. All right, this guy on TikTok, there's a bit of sense in this. Okay. Okay, he's talking about men and women in this situation. When your girlfriend asks where you want to go eat and you pretty consistently say, I don't know, and you put it back on her to go figure it out, you are killing the attraction in your relationship. When you tell her, I don't know, you put the problem of deciding where to go on her. Okay, so it's back to her. Okay. So a problem that you should have solved. Right. You should have you should have all these options ready to go. We can go here, there, or everywhere. And if you haven't done that, you've caused a problem for her. Right. All right, add stress to the relationship, Vic. Which puts her into her masculine energy. This is an issue because you should be the one in the masculine. You should be the one figuring out the problems and guiding her so that she can be in her feminine. When she asks, where do you want to go eat? You say, let's go here, here, or here. How do you feel about that? And when you ask her, how do you feel about that? She's able to tap into her feminine energy, figure out what she wants, and she will tell you. 
Now, sounds like a load of waffle to some people, but there's a little bit of truth in there and there's a bit of wisdom in there as well. So what you're doing is you're handing over the power to ye. But what I would do in that situation is I'd go, what's it going to be? Dino's, Lennox's, or... Let me see. Decent munch up in so Mayfield. So the chipper then, yeah? If you're looking for a chippy, suggest three chippies. She's going to pick one of them. Yeah. It's like reverse psychology, so that's what your man's going exactly. on about. If Owen, if we were in town trying to decide where to go for food and Owen asked me how I felt... How would you feel about an Italian? I'd call a taxi, put him in it and send him home. <laughs> What's wrong with you? How do you? How does that make you feel? How do you feel about a... How about does a, pizza make you feel? I'm home.